0: Back to another episode today. I'm joined with Christelle, and and today, um, uh, well, we're going to be speaking about autism. I've a while back I was on her her podcast, so it's going to be it's going to be nice to have a nice chat. So, Christelle, for, for, thank you for, for for talking to me today.
1: <laughs> no problem. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. my pleasure. Yeah. I, I, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: yeah hi everyone it's Christelle I'm part of a duo who present a fabulous podcast called Let's Talk Autism and I had the pleasure of meeting Mason oh well speaking to Mason (laughs) um a few months back so he's uh, been nice enough to invite me on his podcast so I'm very excited to get started today
0: yeah I would have you both on there now (laughs) oh yeah Uh, that'll uh, be trouble (laughs) yeah yeah um so like what I suppose what what What? why did you kind of decide to do like um like like within your podcast why did why was it autism kind of the topic you kind of base it around do you think
1: well um me and Mish have been friends since we were in school and we've kept in touch ever since and uh her son was um diagnosed autistic a few years back and my son was diagnosed during lockdown so um, I'd been speaking to my husband anyway about starting some kind of podcast but I didn't really want to do um podcast by myself and my podcast was not necessarily going to be about autism um, but me and me were speaking throughout lockdown and I told her my son's been diagnosed with um, or been diagnosed autistic and then one night I think she had a few glasses of wine and she called me up and said Chris why don't we do a podcast and I was like like I was like yes straight away I was like yes because it's something I'd been thinking about and I said well what are we going to do the podcast about and she said okay so what are we always talking about when I said we're always talking about our kids because we're always trying to understand them better and we're always talking about our journey with our children and the kind of experiences that we encounter so it just made sense for us to talk about something we talk about all the time it just came um really easy to us so we started it and we haven't stopped since yeah
0: yeah there's uh, it's nice isn't it you, you mm-hmm. just I suppose you have a place to rent <laughs> yes
1: there. yeah Yes, yeah, just like rant, connect, learn, offload. Yeah, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because um, I I do it on my own, but I like to have. I don't just um, like 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 for example, earlier earlier this year when it was mental health awareness month, I, I asked someone who knows a lot more about is trained with mental health more than me, so we did kind of a a series on that. Um, yeah. So i like to mix it up a bit but I think autism is a really good topic to talk about because there's so much you can talk about within autism isn't
1: there? There is and I think that's one of the things that surprised me because when we started the podcast I was thinking okay we'll probably just do it for a few months because we're probably gonna um, run out of things to talk about but it is such a wide spectrum and because we don't only talk about autism we talk about other special educational needs Um, there's never a dull moment and there's always so much to learn about always so much to discuss and two years later I'll, we are still going because <laughs> there's so much out there
0: yeah I think um I think like well I think when we all talked before like we said about um maybe it was started for a lockdown and because it like it would have been two years ago um I think I think that that was the thing wasn't it like had something to do during lockdown I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, we wasn't going out at that time. Yeah. Um, there was lots of things to do in the house, and you know, it just gave us that opportunity just to reach out to people and learn more. Yeah, I'm just gonna close my window because there's loads of noise outside. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it is like for me, it was the same. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't go out because I, I couldn't and, and stuff like that. But but now, like, I think it's more like a hobby. You can do it whenever you want. You don't have to do it all the time.
1: Yeah, it's convenient. It's something that we've been able to now continue. Obviously, we have plans to meet up and, you know, maybe do a few live sessions and stuff. But the main aim was for us to connect with people like-minded and um, people in similar positions, Um. To learn from people who know more than us because we don't know that much, you know, we're learning every single day. Um, so lockdown gave us the opportunity just to connect over Zoom, and you know, and it's yeah, it's been it's been really good, and um, I think we've made a lot of friends along along the way. Like I think most of the guests that we spoken to, we keep in touch, we talk all the time, so it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think that's great because. I'm the same, I, I, like, you know, with a podcast, you don't want to kind of say, oh, I've had you on here now, we're not going to talk again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a bit mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it, like, you don't want to, like, I, I know, like, with your podcast, you like to ask uh, people to come back quite a lot.
1: Yes, yes, that's Michelle's thing, every time we finish every single episode. She just can't help herself. She'll just be like, we need to have you back on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, you're going to have every single guest back on the show. Yeah. But right? it's because we do enjoy everyone's company and everyone's really nice. And we do appreciate people coming and opening up about their situations and um them opening up is helping a lot of other people who are listening so we do really appreciate it and um, I think a lot of people when they come on the podcast most of the time they say they're really really nervous at the beginning and when we get to the end they say oh you know what that was so therapeutic because it's just nice to talk you know it's not really about bombarding people with questions but it's about getting on getting an understanding from people
0: yeah yeah because like like with with some uh, like shows you go on they um prepare you a set of questions don't they and like yeah yeah it's it's very nerve-wracking if you get kind of set of questions
1: Mm. yeah we just kind of we kind of flow and sometimes you know we get it as well sometimes we get guests um that might say to us okay can you send us a list of questions? And we kind of say to them, "You know what? We actually just really go with the flow. We know what we want to talk about. Uh, we might discuss it probably briefly before we start the podcast, but we don't usually have it. You know, like a line of questions. We just want it to really um, come from a person's heart." So, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm the same. It's too much effort to do a set of questions each time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I have been on a podcast or early in the year where, like, this person he did it like um, you would have a call beforehand and to talk about what you want to talk about, and then he would send me a list of questions which I didn't really read. But <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't know. That's part that's part of my autism. I, I can't concentrate to read. a lot, a lot. and like with me. Yes. Sims of your podcast, where you just you go with the flow. You talk about what you want
1: to talk about. Um, you can go off topic if you want. Yeah, but... I guess. Yeah, I guess we could be a little bit more organised, but <laughs> our lifestyle is very hectic. So yeah. um, for us, that works. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's better because um, you don't have to stress about, oh know oh, I've got to quickly get 100 questions up.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that would be a very long podcast. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah it is it's pretty tough like i like it's 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 nice because you you probably you 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 have a look at a person and then you see if they're the right fit well and then and then and then you send them the message like not everyone will answer i reckon um but i think if you if five or six if you like when i do it i like to do it like a week in advance so I will ask people probably this week and then see who comes on next week. Um, so it's kind of a process, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's the same for us. Sometimes we we might put something up on our Instagram and say we're looking for someone so I guess. But sometimes people just re- reach out to us and say, you know, I want to come on and talk about this, that and the other and we kind of have to filter it to see okay is this going to be a good fit for the podcast or not because some people when you ask them okay and why would you like to come on the podcast they say oh because you know I want to increase my following we're like yeah that's not really what we're yeah that's not really what we're about so yeah those um kind of lines don't really work with us but if it's um you know someone wants to share their story that will help another person you know um and you know what we've learned so much doing our podcast um and which is really beneficial because we're trying to make the world a better place for our children to live in you know and I I think I speak to a lot of um parents who I always direct them to the podcast because we've covered so much and not only with parents of autistic children but um autistic people themselves and also professionals who work with autistic people and you know there's a lot we learn so I know I speak to some mums who say they've just found out their child is de- um, autistic and the mum is absolutely devastated um and I say you know sometimes when I speak to them I say I ask the question I say why are you devastated and they say I don't well I don't really know <laughs> you know and I say yeah because it's not it's not a disease that the child has been diagnosed with. For me, it was um, a relief when I was told my son was autistic because if I felt like I could now understand him better, you know, I could go and do research and try and see what is good for him, what's not good for him, you know, and etc. So before I found out my son was autistic, I didn't realise why he didn't sleep much and it really bugged me because it made life really hard when you're going to work and, you know, taking the other kids on school run and it was just really hard. But once I started reading and talking to others and other parents and I I was told that, okay, it's because he doesn't sleep much because he doesn't have as much melatonin as maybe the next neurotypical person. And now could go and do research on how do I, you know, um, increase his melatonin, you know, and we started experimenting with bath, with magnesium salt, which relaxes the muscles and, you know, all these things. And you learn about, okay, get this type of mattress so that, you know, he's comfortable to go to sleep, not that he feels like the mattress is time for trampoline time and et cetera. And now because of that, we're in a better position, if you understand, we're in a better position. And that all came from getting a diagnosis. So, you know, it just, I feel like it's just a whole learning curve, you know, and I'm in a position where I, the little knowledge I have, I can help other parents come to this place where, you know, it's not devastating, you know, but it's just a way of us opening up our minds to understand that our children think differently; their minds work differently, and that's it. Yeah, I
0: think I think mean, mean, it's good that uh, it's really good when you get a diagnosis. Um, mm-hmm. um, but maybe not. It's it's hard because, like, I I, I, I spoke. Um, well, I had one parent on was speaking too. Um, who so has child has autism. And I, I, I was kind of explaining my autism near the whole time because, um, she didn't kind of, she was like, wasn't really happy about it. <laughs> and then, um, you had an, a, a, another one, um, who, um, like, it, 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 who like struggled to know when should they tell that the, their child is like, tell them that they have autism. Um, Because I think it's different for everyone, isn't it? Like, how old they are when they uh, want to
1: tell them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, it is. uh, Like, my son, he's still quite young. He's only only six. So I can tell him, but I don't know how much he understands
0: Hmm.
1: of what I'm telling him, you know, but what I just tell him all the time is that he's amazing. I would tell him that you're amazing, you're special. And I always say to him, it doesn't really matter if other people don't really understand you. You know that we know who you are, you know? So we try and build his confidence in that sense. And then as obviously as he's getting older, um, any questions he does have, we will answer it and we will educate him about autism um, as best we can, you know? And I think for parents, I think, you know, because you said you spoke to that woman, she wasn't really happy. Mm. Um, I can't speak for everyone, but I think it's because many things go through a parent's mind, you know, uh, when you're given that diagnosis. You know, naturally, with your children, you worry, you know, when they get older, will they be able to cope with this? Will they be able to cope with that? So when your child has a diagnosis, it's like it's an extra I wouldn't say worry, but it's an extra thing to speak, um to think about, you know, Yeah. you're thinking, will my child be independent? Will they be able to cope um, if I was not here? What would happen to my child if I was not here? Those are the kind of things that kind of cross your mind, especially if you have a child who um has SEN, you know, so sometimes I think, yeah, I, I always say to people, don't judge. If you hear someone say, I'm not happy, I'm devastated, they are processing something, you know they need to get to the space where they understand it and are now comfortable with it, mm. but no, it's you know I think I think my son is amazing, no one can tell me any different no,
0: no, yeah. no. Like they, no they can't and like like i it is hard at first i think for for anything if you're diagnosed with something it's gonna be hard for the whole family um yeah. like um i think it's better if you are if you've got autism because you you can get that more support can you can't you from but yeah, because it is hard um like if you decide to go into mainstream at first and then it doesn't work out maybe a special school is good but not for everyone but yeah it's like like well, when i was growing up with autism i didn't like it I, I, um i didn't like that other people knew what they were doing it like in class more than me <laughs> um it's hard yeah i
1: can ima- i can imagine it is it's is hard because you know sometimes i guess um one of the things i'm always trying to teach my children is i always say don't try to be the same as everybody else <laughs> you know i think you know when you're um different you are unique you know and i think that's something very special you know um and like like yourself you know you're here you're doing your own podcast it's amazing to see you know and it's inspiring to see and comforting to see as well you know for for a parent like me I can be like you know oh my god my son can really just grow up and you know be anything and anyone he wants to be and there's no restrictions so you know you're doing it and you're setting a great example.
0: Thank you because it is like, I, I didn't know what a podcast was come 2020. <laughs> um, I, too, I see people doing them, and I thought it's hard, it's hard creating it though. Like, it's, it's that's probably the hardest part. Um, once you've chosen a name, once you've chosen the logo, um, that's, yeah. then you just got to get the equipment. It's not much really if you're doing it online. Um,
1: it's just yeah I guess I know that editing that is very hard but I don't do it me, me she actually does it all yeah. that side yeah. I guess she can train me one day when you know my excuse has been that oh my god we're so far apart you know I don't know how yeah. to do it <laughs> <But> <laughs> I,
0: luckily yeah. for me she knows how to do it <laughs> yeah. yeah like when I when me and her like we did an episode um I asked her like so is it just one way or is it 50 50 and then she
1: said i was amazing <laughs> i, 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 I do um but... well you know i'm I, i'm how can i say i believe you like the amazing ideas come from me the amazing yeah? ideas come from you all
0: yeah
1: right. they come from me she helps a little bit you know she helps right. a tiny bit right. but really really i shouldn't really call her co-host. she should just be called like you know the editor you know yeah yeah i yeah. think i'm gonna have to rethink that yeah she can just be the editor yeah so,
0: so do you, uh, so you get most of the guests, do you? Like, you,
1: you, you know, what, I'm just joking, no, I'm joking, we both, you know, we both get guests, but you know, um, me, she, she's very driven, you know, she's very, she's like a choo-choo train, she's like, go, 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 whereas <laughs> I, I'm very quite, I'm like, relaxed, you know, so I'll be like, yeah, I'll speak to this guest, and me, she'll be like, I've already spoken to so-and-so, I've already spoken to so-and-so, they're coming on this day, coming on this day, you know, but. We work really, really well together. Yeah, that's one thing I love about us. We work really well together. We gel really well together. Um, we're respectful to one another. We understand one another. So it's literally the dream team. Yeah,
0: it's like it's good that you're you've decided to both do a podcast after being best friends as well because um, I suppose friends for a long time are hard to get. Aren't they? Um, like yeah, stay in contact like after school and stuff yeah. so so it's yeah it's pretty cool that you've done it like that
1: it's
0: super cool yeah yeah because um I, I i i have a friend i still speak to from not i don't really speak to many people from like primary school and anything but from like year seven onwards um i, I, I met me me and one of my friends we we went to school together um and then yeah. i moved I, I was only in year seven and then i moved to a special school Because they mainstream wasn't really good there, and then Mm. uh, it's a bit sad because I left him behind. (laughs) I left him behind, and he he wasn't getting on as well at the time. He he wasn't diagnosed as an autistic person, but later on he he did get a test for being autistic. And a few about three years later, he he comes to my special school. he he he's he's got diagnosed of autism and now he's there. So don't switch them all the time because we both do our own thing. But if um, we, we still talk um, talking that and became cool. yeah.
1: So the main thing is that you guys were reunited. Yeah, we were. Your your friendship yeah. stood the test of time. Yeah, I think it
0: was. I think it was year ten. Yeah, it was year ten. Yeah. I, I was there for a few years, and then he was there two years, and then we went slightly to college together, and then we kind of yeah after a year. We, we we kind of moved different colleges because the the, the the college that we went to was connected to the special school because they built a college connected to it and and the thing was um but the thing what I suppose we didn't like was um there wasn't enough it was really new because there wasn't enough courses to pick from there's like three courses I think you had the catering one um which yeah. which we did but didn't really enjoy it because um yeah, but we, we didn't. But we didn't really enjoy it. But it wasn't our thing. <laughs> um, yeah. but 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 a year later, I moved to more of a mainstream college because I, I grew more confidence at that stage, you know, and I wanted to meet new people because you most of the people I moved on from the college, well, or to the college were from the the, the special school that you knew already. So okay. I okay. wanted to meet new people because I, I I wasn't meeting new people there. Um, and then uh like i left then it seems when i left more people left after me not just my friend um yeah. and another friend went up to do acting a teacher went to do more t- to actually um do more teacher training um within autism so yeah that's a good story <laughs> <laughs> yeah it uh, sounds great yeah but um but yeah because the thing uh, you, you, you know but when you, you pass, what, what, what happened to me was when I left, um, what was it, primary school? Um, you'd have people on a sheet that you know are going to your same next school, like, um, like mainstream school. And then I picked the people I picked on my sheet and I didn't get any of them. <laughs> um, and I don't think he got hit like he, me and him were like on induction day was we placed to each other, and he, um, I'm shy and, and he wasn't, um because I, I'm really sure I don't know anyone and he, he just talked to anyone and then,
1: yeah.
0: and then and then we start talking and then um I still like that year was had this up and down but teachers that just didn't understand autism they said they did but they, yeah. they didn't
1: um really yeah I guess it, it's easy if people say that because it sounds good so yeah. but when you actually get there you're thinking yeah you don't know what you're talking about
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, just things that I got told, but I can laugh at them now. Like, if I was more competent, I would have the courage to probably get in the conversation. Like, silly little things, like, you ask someone to help you tie, they say, uh, can't, you, can't you do it yourself? <laughs> um, and stuff yeah. like that. And and, yeah. and stuff like, um, if you, you have five seconds to change in PE, if you don't, you go get locked in. And, wow. and stuff that people often can take, literally. Yeah. I, I did at the time, so I was rushing. Um, yeah. I was, but but yeah, um, mainstream school is good for some people, but not for everyone, I suppose.
1: Yeah, my son goes to the mainstream school at the moment. Yeah. yeah, um, I think I don't know, we'll see. I'm trying to give him a little bit of time to see whether he will adjust. Um, I would say he gets along with everyone. Okay, like the school are really nice, um, and very accommodating to him um especially it's a little bit difficult for him because he's nonverbal. he says a few words here and there but not consistently but his classmates seem to be really really just amazing to him um, but it's just more to do with the educational side um is he gaining anything from you know the mainstream way of teaching and that's kind of what we are exploring at the moment but um I'm guessing we're gonna know more um probably in like September or October so just yeah I'm at the moment yeah
0: I think that's the thing you're like it's, it's all nice having like um good friendship group, but it's it's important to have good like like know you're getting taught and know they understand you um yes. yeah it, it, yeah it's interesting to see what it's like now because I left I was at mainstream only for a year <laughs> and some people there years so it is um but yeah like hopefully it does work out for your son because um, I hope so yeah yeah because um like every school's different isn't it like not, not everyone do it the same way yeah um it's I suppose it's the easier route like for people just to stay at mainstream school Um,
1: well yeah I guess in one way it's very convenient because all my children go to one school hmm. Um, but if there was somewhere else where he would learn better and be understood better I'd prefer him to go there
0: yeah yeah
1: it is it is something like to think about
0: like like, even though I did not like mainstream, I was not wanting to move. Um, well, I was wanting to move, but, like, I wasn't liking moving because I, although I really wanted to, well, I did, I, I really wanted to do, I I wasn't enjoying school, but, um, like, yeah, I suppose because I didn't know anyone. I, I was kind of the new person. Um, yeah. And... Well, it's always hard being the new person. Yeah. And... Like people would stare at you, and <laughs> I'll stare back, and it was like, "Who are you looking at?" <laughs> um, but stuff like that. Mm. But after time, but it it at this at the special school, it was um, I was this place I was there for a few, a few months, and then they moved. Like the site was moved somewhere else, and I was like, "Oh, I'm getting used to where I am."
1: <laughs> What's yeah. <going> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I Had a nice field, but. and and a nice court and and stuff but um yeah yeah but even so I have to get teachers um well specifically one teacher but then they the school decided for everyone to get autism training because of something that I was taking literally and they didn't think so they thought I was not taking it literally but Mm -hmm. um yeah even so like autism training is important I suppose for teachers yeah it's
1: very important yeah, or anyone. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, that's what, and yeah, that's why I think, like, you know, like your podcast, all these things are important to help everyone learn more about autism. Yeah. You know, cause I feel like it's so common now. I feel like everyone knows someone who's autistic. Yeah. So, you know, instead of guessing, because I find that, that a lot of people try to guess, like, um, I think I went to a photo shoot with my family. And obviously my son, he wasn't, I don't know, usually he's okay with going out. But this this day, he just didn't really like that particular studio. And he kept pulling his dad out and he was stimming and, you know, he was very uncomfortable. And then I just apologized to the photographer. I just said, sorry, my son's just, um, you know, it's just not comfortable at the moment. Let's just try and give him a few moments to calm down hopefully he comes down and then he can come back in and take pictures and the guy was like yeah i think yeah he, he's he got something like that isn't he like one of them adhds or something and i was like uh he's autistic he's like yeah like i said um adhd i was thinking are you listening or uh, mm-hmm. you know are you not listening to so some people they kind of how can i say they bunch everything up yeah they bunch everything up and that's from just not knowing so i think it's very important for people to know what it is they are talking about when they are addressing people, especially when they're addressing people who are autistic. Don't say you know about, you know, autism and all these things and you don't, And you, especially when you're in a position where you teach. Yeah. To me, if you're a teacher and you don't know about these things, that's so wild to me. It's so wild. You yeah, know, they,
0: they need to, like, it's, it's part of being a teacher. It's like, if you're a teacher, you, you need to know most things, I think um yeah. Like you may have sign language, um, um, all, all all these sort of different things, and like, like it's annoying when like like people just point that out. Like, they don't, oh know you've got autism, you've got ADHD. I know autism and ADHD are very, like, they're, they're quite a similar things. They have their differences, but yeah, they are similar. Um, but yeah, like you can people have both, maybe have one or the other. Um, in my case. I only have autism. I don't have ADHD as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. um, but but yeah, like, I think the thing with ADHD, what you get in school is people think if you've got ADHD, that makes you like bad, um, like you're going to disrupt the class. That, that means you have ADHD.
1: Yeah, me, I think me and me should talking about it as well on time on the podcast. just saying that when we think back to it, there was, um, I think there's was- a few children that probably were in our classes that were not diagnosed at the time and were maybe labelled as the naughty children or yeah. the difficult, you know, the difficult children. And so, you know, it's good that we are getting all of this awareness. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I would. I like, if I know, I did. I I did say. Um, because you you know when you you leave a school or leave a place, that that that, that, that they always say. Are they going to come um, Are you going to come back and visit um, And then Of course if you don't like the place You're going to say yes yeah. anyway
1: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah And I would like to see how they do things now Because I, yeah. I'm, I, wouldn't, I don't know if i go back but Because I, I don't like going back to a school I don't like But it, it, it would be interesting just to see how environments are In mainstream places Yeah
1: That would be really good
0: and then just observe because, the, like, in my time, mainstream, there was a teacher like screaming, is like my former teacher actually. He he would have a, a raging fit out all these people in the class for I don't know what reason. I'll try not to listen mm. just because I, I don't want to have a shouting his <laughs> mouth off. Um, mm. But the thing is, even though, let, 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 let's say if a child isn't doing well in like school. But it's Um, they, that they may just say um, they're doing really good, just to make keep the parents happy.
1: Yeah, I do. I do find that actually. Um, a, a lot of teachers do that, but I think it's such a massive flaw.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you, if you don't want to get the child in trouble, <laughs> I think there might just be a way you can word it. But just to say to, you know, like a parent, yeah, you know, the child is amazing, and they're not. Um, it's a detriment to the child, so um, people do need to stop doing that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I
1: I remember when well, I was I
0: think it was injunction day or something, and like the head of the year and my tutor was saying that he's he's going to be really good. there would be there'll be no problems, and and then um, you would say to him about your autism, and then they say yeah, it's fine. Like and just because I would get on with work um mm. don't think i'm doing fine but i'm not yeah i just yeah I just struggle i struggle to ask for help
1: mm. that,
0: that, that particular time
1: yeah
0: but yeah I'm, I'm right now well i can i can ask for help if i want to but i still especially. struggle sometimes yeah yeah especially if you meet new people I suppose and um it's it's easier doing a podcast meeting to new people isn't it because you, you just you just speak to them and it's harder in in person yeah harder in person mm. yeah it is it is but i suppose like i think what would be good like once you have people on your podcast you actually meet in person one day um
1: yeah, it's, yeah yeah that is a plan we would love to like you know have a little shindig or something yeah <laughs> in yeah invite a, everybody like... <laughs> yeah invite everyone yeah covid a big you know no no in between that um but now seen as things that you know um restrictions and stuff are being lifted um that is definitely something that we are um aiming towards so mason i'll be seeing you soon
0: yeah i'll be seeing you soon (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's not a lot to do like i i it would be nice to do it in like a podcast like, in a studio maybe like or like just invite a guest to a studio and and, yeah. and stuff um, yeah. like just those kind of things but I think meeting people is on top of most things <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. you like oh
0: yeah we're, we're friends now
1: friends for life <laughs> yeah friends for life yeah yeah but
0: um, well I, I hope I, I hope that's um, well you have to let me know when it is, um, and then I'll I'll
1: be there. <laughs> I will definitely uh let you know.
0: You'll definitely be getting yeah. an invite. Yeah, it could be like a party invitation, isn't it? <laughs> turn yeah. turn it up this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I suppose like, cause you, you, I don't know, I don't know if you know where everyone is in the world. Like, you might have. Did, did you, when you do your podcast? Is it normally people just from the UK? No, no, Most...
1: people from all over the world. know, all over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Zooming around the world, did you get it? Zoom
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've had people from Canada, America, Australia. Um, I think one, one was from Israel and <laughs> all over the place.
1: Yeah, we're travelling without our passports. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, we could go to... Uh, well, I, I, quite a lot of people I, I talk to are from America, actually. Yes. Um, America and UK are the, the most... People, yeah, the two main countries, I suppose.
1: Okay,
0: um, but I don't know, It'll be, it'd be nice to have someone from uh, I don't know, Argentina, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand,
0: maybe New Zealand, yeah, in New Zealand, they were Norway, Norway? yeah, in Norway. I, I did have someone from um, Sweden actually, oh, nice, nice, yeah, uh, once, um, and yeah it'd be nice to tick every country you've done and then you've got half a dozen to go and then say i've done every single country in the world
1: <laughs> so that would be that'll be uh, an achievement wouldn't it
0: yeah You
1: could go on the maybe
0: the, the the world record book or something for that
1: yeah yeah you better start it now
0: yeah like i think it says like if you go on the your page doesn't it how many different countries it reaches and stuff so
1: yeah it does yeah
0: yeah um so, but before we go, um, I I just like because we've we a we've we done really nice chat, haven't we? We talked yeah. about a lot about autism, about our podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything like like any advice about autism that you, that you want to say or anything else?
1: Um, I would just say if you are a parent and you think that your child might be autistic, you know, or you just feel like you no, know, you don't understand something. I would say best thing is to try and get a diagnosis because once you've got diagnosis it opens up the avenue for you to get you know so much help um not just for yourself but also for your child and i feel like um you on a child understand your child better you know and um i think if you're autistic person listening to this i've met loads of amazing autistic people now And they're all out there doing amazing things. If you, you know, if maybe the diagnosis was missed as a child, it's never too late for you to find out, you know, because I feel like once you find out, you kind of, you understand things better yourself. So I would say, don't be scared. Just go for it. Yeah. I
0: think that's some great advice, um, Christelle, because, yeah, like, don't be scared. Just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah, yeah, well well thank you. It's been it's been very nice talking to you again.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Mason.
0: Yeah, no. I look forward to that um reunion. Kind of a we'll make yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna yeah.
0: celebrate, put uh put your maybe post on the wall, say uh us talk autism podcast and then there you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: that'd be great. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well thanks again, it's been it's been awesome.
1: Oh no, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you.
1: Bye.